I'd just like to hold an image up for you as an icon of kind of how I want this homily to go to help you understand. Uh, so the image I want to show you to help you meditate upon what we're doing is what happened yesterday morning as I was driving back home. And there was a work truck driving towards me. And it was actually pretty scary because about 80 or 90% of that work truck's front windshield was covered with snow. And the particular driver was kind of driving with his head leaned to the left as he's trying to make his way through. And I just kind of wonder for a lot of us, has that been our life or is that our life? Just thinking like, oh, this is good enough, just seeing 10% of the whole picture. But my, what our hope is, as we're going through the series, going through the deadly sins and lively virtues, is to allow the, the love of Jesus, the fire of the Holy Spirit, the intense desire for the Father to know your identity, to melt away all that snow on that windshield. Like there's nothing better than knowing who Jesus is, period. As I hold that image up before you, we come into the third <laughs> Sunday of Lent. So we're here, and we come to this beautiful gospel of the woman at the well. There is so much going on here, but the simple line I want us to focus on today is that line where Jesus says, if you only knew the gift of God. Like, do we truly understand or even desire to understand more fully who Jesus really is? Because what Jesus does is he teaches us how to see. We see things differently when we encounter his love. So as a woman at the well, as she comes before him with this heaviness, we have to remember that that jug of water was probably between five and eight gallons, but it's also made out of stone. Have you ever carried a plastic bucket around full of water for a, a period of time? But it, it gets heavy quick. And she's been doing this day after day after day. And that's what she thinks life is going to be about, right? Just always this, this grind. And she's not allowed to go with the other women, other women because she's, she's considered impure because of her past. But there's Jesus simply exhausted. But it's not an exhaustion that you and I get tired from carrying things. He's exhausted because he's, he just wants her faith so badly. And he's tired of seeing her go through this as he's tired of seeing you and I kind of driving around with this windshield just full of snow and thinking, well, I can get by with 10%. But he's like, oh, there's so much more. There is so much more. And he begins to converse with her. And that, that, that conversation as the Lord desires with each of us, what it does is it softens our hearts. Notice how the Lord doesn't say, oh my gosh, you have five husbands? Like, are you an idiot? Are you a moron? You can't follow me if you're like that. No, the Lord, in this dialogue with her, he begins to soften her heart. And what, what he does is through his, his, his kindness and through his gentleness, he actually begins to take down those walls around her heart. He allows the truth of his word to lift up what she most needs to know is blocking her vision. And he does the same for us. He does the same for us. As she comes to this place of dead water, this dead well, don't we too all do that? Maybe, you, maybe it's, it's drinking for you. Maybe it's, it's lust for you, which we're going to look at today, lust. Maybe it's just sloth or asadi as we looked at last week. Maybe it's gluttony. Um, maybe it's anger. And it just clouds our vision, right? But the Lord, through his compassion, he begins to soften her heart. And, she said, and then notice how this, this conversation moves. 
as he says, if you only knew the gift of God, it begins to move from her talking about just simple, normal stuff. It, it turns into worship. She begins to start asking questions about the truth, about what I'm actually made for, because she actually wants to worship. She actually wants to be saved. She wants to be set free from this only this 10% vision, and she wants to move into complete vision. And Jesus, you know, he says to her so beautifully, we worship what we do understand, but you worship what you don't understand. And he says, you know, salvation is from the Jews. But notice who the Jew is and who is not. Jews and Samaritans don't get along, but there he is waiting for her in his exhaustion, just thirsting for her faith, which is, which is completed by the thirst he speaks for us on the cross. And he says, I will give you living water. You know, he says, if you come to me, you will never thirst again, which means if you truly surrender your life to Christ, all that is base, all these deadly virtues, or deadly sins, they're just going to fall to the ground. And nothing's going to compare in, in, in the light of him, who he truly is. And she has a decision to make. There's a, there's a, a switch there where she actually, she actually asks, I heard the Christ is coming, and he says, I am he. And she has this, just this, this love fill her, and it melts away everything. She's, the whole windshield is just wiped completely clean. And it's through that, that again, those tender and kind words that, that reveals the truth of what's blocking her to see who she truly is. And the, the least likely one to ever come to faith becomes the most likely to convert her whole city. She's filled with this absolute zeal for souls. She can't keep it in. That life-giving life water begins to spill and ooze out of her as it's meant to do with you and I. She has this zeal and she has to tell everyone who Jesus is and what difference he's made. And they can't, they can't kind of shut her up, right? So they have to go see for themselves. Is this true? Is this one who has had five husbands, who's with a sixth man? We all know her past. Is this one actually has come to faith and her zeal actually converts them. But what was blocking her heart at first? It was lust. It was brokenness. It was seeing out of a windshield only 10%. And the Lord met her right where she was at. And just to notice that he says, you had five husbands, and the one you're with now is not your husband, but who is with her? The seventh. You know that seven is a number of perfection. It's the perfect love of Jesus, meeting us where we're at, consoling us with his gentleness and consoling us and challenging us. And he's just waiting there for her. And she can't help but go tell others. And I kind of wonder for us, do you honestly believe you have zeal in your soul? Do you know what the block is? Do you know what's actually hardening your heart to make you think that I can't, give that to Jesus. But if, if that's you, and maybe you're carrying anger, or you're carrying resentment, or pride, or lust, or whatever the deadly sin might be, like how much longer can you hold it? How much longer can you hang on to that? How much longer can you live by only seeing 10%? The Lord loves us too much to leave us where we are. So as I end my homily today, I just want to go and pray the litany of chastity. So if you could pull that out right now.
And for all of us, we are the woman at the well. We've all been there, right? I just want, before we go into this, I just want you to think of what's, what, what heaviness are you carrying? And just ask yourself, like, how's that going for you? And if you've, let it, if you've let that jug go or let that bucket go, there should also be a sense of gratitude from the Lord coming into your life. And sometimes, what the heaviness are these lies? So we're going to ask the Lord to deliver us from these. And anything that kind of stands out to you, what you're called to do is bring that to prayer. Bring that to the source which is Jesus and the Holy Eucharist, bring that to prayer in the power of the Holy Spirit. And keep this with you this week. Bring it with you. Pray it often when you're tempted to go back to anything that is a dead well in your life. And so our prayers are in the, the bold. So we'll begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Together. Lord, have mercy Christ, have mercy on me. Lord, have mercy on me. Christ, hear me. God, the Father of heaven, have mercy on me. God, the Son, Redeemer of the world, have mercy on me. God, the Holy Spirit, have mercy on me. Holy Trinity, one God, have mercy on me. Mary, most pure, pray for me. Joseph, most chaste, pray for me. Jesus, burning fire of love. You Your response is, deliver me, Jesus, from the lie that I am not good. Deliver me, Jesus. From the lie that I am not wanted. Deliver me, Jesus. From the lie that I am not chosen. Deliver me, Jesus. From the lie that I am a burden. Deliver me, Jesus. From the lie that I cannot change. Deliver me, Jesus. From the lie that sin will fulfill me. Deliver me, Jesus. From the lie that you are ashamed of me. Deliver me, Jesus. From the lie that my past is greater than your mercy. Deliver me, Jesus. From the lie that I alone am responsible for my healing and freedom. Deliver me, Jesus. From the lie that I alone am responsible for my holiness. Deliver me, Jesus. From the lie that I, al- I am alone in the battle for purity. Deliver me, Jesus. From the lie that I have not been forgiven by you. Deliver me, Jesus. From the temptation to grasp at others to to fill my heart. Deliver me, Jesus. From the temptation towards masturbation and pornography. Deliver me, Jesus. From the temptation to run and hide from your loving gaze. Deliver me, Jesus. From the temptation to use and objectify others. Deliver me, Jesus. From any resentment from the Father's plan for sexuality. Deliver me, Jesus. From any resentment towards my own body. Deliver me, Jesus. From any resentment towards authentic masculinity and femininity. Deliver me, Jesus. From all forms of violence against my own dignity and the dignity of others. Deliver me, Jesus. From the sting of past mistakes that have been forgiven. Deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of opening up to others about my struggles. Deliver me, Jesus. The second response is, Jesus, please help me. That I may reject affections from all sexual sin and every temptations towards impurity. Jesus, please help me. That I may resist any shame that leads me to shut you out of my heart. Jesus, please help me. That I may believe that my sexual desire is inherently good and a gift from you. Jesus, please help me. That I may embrace the call to authentic love and all of its demands. Jesus, please help me. 
that I may embrace and safeguard authentic love and life in every sincere gift of myself. Jesus, please help me. That I may embrace the joys and crosses of my current state in life. Jesus, please help me. That I may seek to be sincere, a sincere gift to everyone I encounter. Jesus, please help me. That I may bring all of my struggles with chastity to the foot of the cross. Jesus, please help me. That I may fully receive and embrace the gift of authentic masculinity and authentic femininity. Jesus, please help me. That I may have the courage to defend the dignity of my brothers and sisters and speak truth over their lives. Jesus, please help me. That I may have pure sight to see myself and others as you see them. Jesus, please help me. That I may have the grace to wonder at the gift of your creation. Jesus, please help me. That I may trust in your goodness and trust in your plan for my life. Jesus, please help me. That I may come to know and accept that you alone can fulfill the deepest desires of my heart. Jesus, please help me. That I may see the emptiness of all sin and desire to know the gift of God. Jesus, please help me. And together we pray, Lord Jesus Christ, you promised me that your yoke is easy and your burden is light. Help me to embrace the call to love in your image and in doing so to experience the freedom of being a child of God. I ask all this through the intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary and the chaste heart of Jesus. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. We're called to do at this time in the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass is make an offering. This is why we play, this, play the song, Lay It Down. Whatever you're holding down to, this is not a joke. This is an honor to come before God, who is the source of eternal life, the life spring. So we take a moment to pause and prepare our hearts to make an offering in this Holy Sacrifice of the Mass. <laughs> 